All right, welcome into the Oak and Steel podcast. This is Michael Cleary with my cousin Matt Sutter over at the First Stew Construction Studio. How are we doing, sir? Good evening, everybody. Good evening. <laughs> a Thursday evening. Thursday, yeah. Thursday. There's uh there's there's sacraments opened. <laughs> it's been a long day's work. Yeah. I was uh I was following along from the the wee hours of the the morning here checking out uh, what you're up to. I saw the the trailer was getting loaded. Yes, the uh, barn project is uh, more than just talk. It's getting loaded up, and I'll probably be at least on the job next week. Um, but I don't know how far I can get with the couple days I got. But all the work that I've been doing in my barn, doing all the prep at the shop is uh, done. All the parts are made, so I just need a get ready to go on the road nice very cool so uh i saw there was a new addition from facebook marketplace uh mr zuckerberg how how is that looking brother <laughs> those are great uh i i i might even take one down to this job just so i have a cart to move some stuff around but that's all future planning for when i start running material off the mill they can go on those carts and I can maneuver material around uh, my next uh, table job that's coming up hot here in the near future. Uh, those slabs that go on there so I can maneuver them in and out of the shop so I can work on those. Uh, something I've had saved for quite a while in the uh, in the save category on Marketplace. What uh, what made you pull the, pull the trigger finally? Uh, getting ready for this table job. And then maneuvering these beams around if I need them. But today, um, well, you can't really see my shirt, but today manhandling eight by eight beams, you know, was more of a bear hug situation. A little, little sweaty. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's fine positioning them and, you know, working on them and rotating them. But like to transport them, I, I can't carry them. There's no point. It's not, it's not worth it. So sure. Is that a, is that a pre prefab setup or did somebody make those at home? Uh, from what I gather, uh, a construction guy uh, had them. He would bunk material and cut parts or, you know, whatever he needed for his material maneuvering in his shop. Um, and he was selling out or whatever, and they were still available. And now I got them. So nice. He, he must have made them. I, I would imagine. I can't imagine somebody would buy those, but those are some beefy tires. Yes. Well, and that's what I need too, because you know, little casters. We all know what's going to happen with those. Those are going to fold over with weight in the first pebble that you run into. So sure. I never did look at what size tires, but they're like trailer tires, right? With, you know, good heavy duty casters in the front and back. So. They'll handle the the terrain that I need to maneuver on. Sure. Yeah, you sure seemed. Uh, I had a uh, I had messages coming in about how giddy you were. <laughs> well, they, they, there's a smile on your face that was uh, that was pretty 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 wide with uh, scoring that sale. Hey, like I said, everybody likes starting their mornings with Facebook Marketplace and going after a little you know little find. Yeah. The guys, in, the guys in Iowa, they'd be they'd be proud of you. <laughs> Have you ever more. been down there? No, no. Mm -mm. I don't. I don't even know where they're where they're located. The pick, you know, guy, the picker guys. I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, American pickers. Is yes, what you're trying to think of. That's yeah. the one. There's plenty more on the save, but those uh, items are more costly than three three cards so sure it'll all come with time yeah what uh so station this weekend a little bit and then what days you got next week uh i think i'm like wednesday or thursday or something like that i don't know i got my shifts and then an overtime shift and um so you know there's been a lot of highlights and a lot of coverage on just what's been going on you know, here now it's like phase two. 
So I have a whole new level to cover, to execute. Um, Y'all wait and see what happens next because it's going to be... Some people might be scared. <laughs> well, I'm a little nervous for you. You're going to be up in the air and there's not going to be, there's no, the structure is going to be, I know you're fine with that stuff, but I might have to just uh, have 911 dialed in for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have some ideas on how it's going to go and I think it'll go just fine. So we're good. That's, see, I was doing some high work too up in the, uh, the Eagle's nest there. Yeah. We, I, I haven't been posting about it, but uh, just, we, we've got this mezzanine, that blue mezzanine I referenced probably two shows ago. And it's, it's one of those things where it wasn't really, it's pretty, it, I mean, it's beefy when you get three or four sections all together, but then when you have it by its lonesome, she's, she might sway a little bit when you're up standing on top of it. So I tied that into the building and then I built a little additional like flooring off to kind of finish it off and get it up to the, the, building wall and then today i just added uh like a fence around the whole thing so that i can put shelving up there and nothing's going to go toppling over and onto unsuspecting people down below <laughs> not not that it would get i don't know that anything there's even a reason that i have to put something as much as i did into it but well if you're going to do it why not do it right well that's right and, and talk about that you I think you had just as much of a smile that day you messaged me that it felt good to come up with something and execute it and, you know, just build something like you were saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, for, for 95% of my days when I'm doing work, it's just parts that have already been thought of by somebody else. And, and so it was nice to spend a little time. Just, I had an idea in my head. I had a little sketch of what I was going to do. And then, getting out there and seeing it wasn't going to work quite the way I had sketched it out and kind of just calling audibles and then finally making it work. And it, you know, it's kind of like what Hatch talks about and just kind of fills your bucket up a little bit and, and makes you feel like, well, this is why I'm doing this. So that yeah, was good. It wasn't, it's nothing to write home about. I can tell you that much. Like I know somebody in, in your shoes is probably going to come in there and shake on that thing and be like, this ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to flick it and, or, you know, kind of give it a shake and say that's things not going anywhere. And then you're good. Yeah. Well, I said it's not going anywhere unless we get somebody beefy hanging over it. Like it's a parade <laughs> ride. Um, so are you going to call this like the crow's nest or any sort of like, um, you know, secret hideaway. Yeah, it might be the girl, my daughters, they've been, so we, for the longest time, this, there was just this at the top of the stairwell, there was like this door, half door that you could swing open. And, and I, I suppose it was so if someone lifted like a fork lift up to there, you could grab stuff off and you didn't have to go up and down the stairs. Um, well, I was always a little leery about letting the girls go up there. Cause I'm like, well, I want to make sure that this whole thing, apparatus is secure and that and so now the door came off today so they they can make their way out there so tammy if you're listening they <laughs> keep an eye on them <laughs> so wait a minute now is my sound wall still up there in that upper uh upper theater that i made nope that's been gone the karate the karate shop that was here must have ripped that out because that hasn't uh that hasn't been in here for a minute that was some og yeah first do stick by stick construction or whatever i was calling myself at the time i do re i do remember <laughs> there being some some foam up there at one time yeah you little owie uh well uh i still have a lot going on in my hands and i found a splinter that um that i just got out so okay back in business he's ready <laughs> I was gonna say, how many you probably pick up a few splinters using doing all that stuff? Uh, some of it I was wearing gloves for, uh, depending on what I was doing. If I'm running, like when I was doing those, uh, like this morning when I took the corner corner beam down and laid it on the sawhorses, I had uh, the rope in my hand from the seven to one block and tackle, and then bear hugging, and it just was conducive to rope burn or splinters so i wore gloves for that but otherwise when i'm using my tools and stuff i i typically don't especially around a 
Drill, drill press. That's right. Still, <laughs> still have a mark or two, but she's she's healed up otherwise. Though, huh? Yeah, yeah. Just nice. a constant reminder about shop safety. But I tell you what, I was in the shop, the wood shop today, making some parts and just kind of executing some the knee braces and and it's just the tools are up in the shop, so I might as well go up there and use them. And just that constant reminder that shop safety all the time and just spinning blades and you know, little heebie-jeebies even every once in a while. Just, uh, just when you get in there and you're comfortable, you just don't think anything of it. But when you come back to the bandsaw and it's just whizzing away yeah, and you're running material through and you just mindful of where your hands are and just a constant reminder. So always shop sure. safety, always shop safety. Yeah. Kyle, my younger brother was at in our high school shop when he was maybe a freshman or sophomore and he must have i don't he was rip either ripping something or he was sending something through on the saw and she got turned and oh and got sent across the room and i think his hand took a little bit of a i don't think he got anything with the blade but i think he got hit at least from the piece i'll have to ask him about that one but yeah i remember i remember a story about him having an issue that the shop sent uh set to flying disc after as he was working on a project. So speaking of the, of the shop, the high school shop, let's go back, back in time. Do you remember the nails that would be, um, launched, you could say, or projectile through the shop from the wood shop over to the machine shop. You remember any of that? I don't think so. What, who was who was doing something or what was happening? Well, you'd put an air chuck in the, you know, like a blow off air chuck in the in the airline, and then you'd put a nail in the end and. Oh no! And then on its way over to the other side. Oh, I was lucky enough for that. There was no shenanigans like that near me. See where it clang banged around and see uh, see if he could get Hutch in his coffee mug. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mr. Hutch. Speaking of shenanigans, that that ties in perfectly with my. Hey, got a question for you? Okay. I I want to know because we we kind of we got chuckling pretty good last time about the <laughs> about the meme, and that that does. I will bring that up again because there was a request for a segment of that that needs to start called Michael reads the memes and see <laughs> it, see if I can get through it or not. But that was uh, sent into a special request. Perfect. But, actually by what kind of why I have this question for you, but I want to know with the firehouse, what kind of shenanigans, like, like I'm talking like pranks, what kind of pranks are we pulling on? Or, or is it kind of straight laced? We're not goofing around like that. What are, give me, give me some pranks that maybe you've had. And if you don't have one, I have, I have a decent one from our uh, Joe Rogan uh, listener. He, <laughs> that also requested for Michael reads the memes. Well, I'll talk in past tense because current day, present day, no, no shenanigans. It's just, yep, yeah, just not the time and place anymore. But <laughs> in the past, um, you know, some of it was pretty, some of it was pretty harmless, but you didn't have, you just had to do a little bit and it went so much further. Case mm-hmm. in point. If you are an intern or a young guy coming in or gal and you tell us that you are afraid of ghosts, okay, that's fine. We will capitalize on that. And when you're in the hallway late at night and those of us that know where the light switches are or maybe the the uh, the breakers, we'll have some fun and games with you to make you feel like maybe there's somebody else with you in the hallway, mm. you know, especially like in the old station, it was like a, a, a labyrinth of hallways. So there was a lot of three-way switches, but way on the other corner. So we would flick it on and off and, you know, just kind of scurry through the hallway, but yet never be seen or never be caught to make you think that maybe there is. And then, you know, obviously we tell stories, we make a sale on, Oh yeah, this place is haunted all the time, and you know this, that, the other. So sure, there's a lot of, a lot of effort that way uh, that goes into some things. Otherwise, you know your standard uh, 
cup of water over the doorway, maybe. If you can, have you been seeing have you been seeing those videos I've been sending you the firefighters that are out front of the firehouse and they're <laughs> and they're having a conversation oh, or yeah. an interview and then someone's chucking a bucket of water over the top on them? Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's all. Actually, I have. Well, allegedly, maybe if I could find it, hard to say. I could find a video of um, people in front of a truck and we were up on top of the truck with a bucket of water and got them that way. Sure. Um, what else? I don't know. We could have a whole segment if you want to go week by well, week here. <laughs> I do want to give a shout out to so the Joe the Joe Rogan listener Kyle. He um, he played baseball with me, and that's how I I got to know him in college down in Illinois. And we would always always stop at this Winnebago Corners. I think is what it was called. It's on Highway Twenty, just outside of Rockford. And we'd gas up on our way back just before we got back to school. Um, and you know, there was, there was, we had two buses, two, like of the little shorter variety buses that, um, one coach would drive, like our head coach would drive one that I rode on. And then our assistant coach would drive the other one. And, um, Kyle, uh, just always, always up to something, just always. <laughs> so we stop at Winnebago corners at the road ranger and we get out and they gas up and we get out of our van and run over to their van and Kyle's got uh, just a thing, a uh, um, sunscreen and he runs up to their, their windshield and just a, do- just a nice little dollop line across the, the windshield wiper. And, and the, the vehicle is off at this point in time. And I climb in and I have a uh, eye black. If you don't know what eye black is, it's like a, I don't know if it's like an oily black, something or other that you can you put under your eyes it's supposed to help with like the sun sunshine and things like that so i had a stick of that and you know uh steering wheels are black so <laughs> all over all over the steering wheel i'm drawing on that and kyle flips on the flips on the the windshield wipers and we are just waiting we, we go running back to the to our van and we, we're just waiting and we everybody piles into the back of the, and we're just like looking out the back and waiting for them to start up the vehicle because as soon as it does, you know it's going to wipe those. Th- the windows sh- are going to go white, <laughs> and so it happens that we just start hooting, and uh, it started a prank war between the bu- the buses. Because traditionally, you just kind of stay on the same bus every every time you did a road trip, and um, so yeah, it it got a little heated. We had one guy, so then we they got us back by putting peanut butter under our handles and saran wrapping our cars and things like that. And one of the guys didn't take it so well, so he went out and went a rainy night and picked up a whole bunch of earthworms. And just Aww. just just before we got, we were, we were all on the bus just waiting for him, and he comes peeling into the parking lot and just right on top of someone's car, and uh, or a few people on the other bus's car, and it was uh, that was when the prank war ended after that because someone yeah. got a little someone got a little riled up. Yeah, I, there's definitely times when things have gone too far, but. You know, usually you give it a break and you come back to it a little bit later. He's back oh, for into sure. it again. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. And I, I, there's no doubt that Kyle would have been the one to start it back up again. Yeah. I mean, not only pranks, but bets. Betting is usually um, more common. You know, somebody gets bet that they can't drink uh, 24, 24? What's in the cube of soda? The Either big 30 or 24. I don't remember which. 24. I think it was a 24. 24 pack of Mountain Dew mm. in like 14 hours. Was that you? That wasn't me. Oh. Nope. Nope. I was not a participant. But uh, the gentleman was bet, and he accepted the bet and won. And Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. He felt like didn't feel great after that but i think he finished his last one with his coffee at seven in the morning Jeez, drinking 24 straight which man you think ah 24 i can but after like the fifth one i think you're like was, i'm done oh yeah just a gut bomb right yeah Jeez, hot um, sauce usually hot sauce is another another good bet We'll kind of get on the food topic. I I had a question for you too about. I thought I saw. Did you? Are you into like doing like pizzas on an oven or on a on a on a grill? Did I yeah. see that? Yeah, I have a, a pellet smoker that okay. has a pizza attachment, and 
I can make my own little pizzas and put them in there for four minutes. There nice. you go. Brick oven See, pizza. I, I, I was going to say, I do the, uh, it's the uni. Mm-hmm. It's a brand and the, I have the wood pellets as well. And I do, we do the I, problem is I have been struggling to find a, to be able to hit my crust recipes. Yeah. And it just hasn't been, it hasn't been consistent. So there's a, there's, there's some, there's been like one or two good ones and then there's been some not so good ones. I cheat. I just go to festival foods. They have pre-made pizza dough. It's great. Mm, they have a whole perfect. little end cap of just p- make your own pizza stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Then you know, no headaches then yep. just get it. Nice pizza every time. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little messy though. Huh? Like you, do you get the flour and the cornmeal yeah. all over and yeah. And that's the it. one, that's the one thing I'm just, my daughter, she loves doing it, but it's like, it's such a mess. Yeah. And so, especially for me, I always get caught, you know, rushing to get home and then trying to hot fire the smoker and the smoker, the oven's not up to heat. And yeah, it's for a Saturday afternoon. If you plan on being home all day kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So, Hey, tell, tell our, I guess there's a chance. There's a few folks that might listen that don't know about this, but tell our Canadian listeners what's Culver's. (laughs) Culver's is, uh, Boy, I don't know what the comparable would be to a chain. Well, it's so like, I, I came across like a re- some reels and they were comparing the best burger. And they actually, and I don't know where these yahoos are from, but they they gave Culver's the nod for the number one burger. Yeah, I mean, up there with five guys and I don't know who else they all. Well, there's like In-N-Out. I think that's a more West Coast thing. And then yeah. a Whataburger, I think, is a Southwest Coast thing. So I would say that that is our Midwest um, thing, comparable. Although Culver's is really getting out there. Like they're branching uh, into yeah. the South, West, all I'm over. I'm going to drop huh? some trivia on you here. I want to, once, so you finish your, you finish giving Culver's a little love here and I'm going to, I'm going to drop some trivia on you. Okay. Culver's, Culver's website up right in front of me here. Oh no. Uh, three things about Culver's. One. They call it a barter burger. Therefore, it's pretty much just fried and the bun is fried toasted on butter because that's just what you do when you're in the Midwest. Cheese curds. I wouldn't say those fried cheese curds are are it, but you can pull it off. They pull it off. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, and custard. It's not ice cream. It's custard. And right. I don't know the Wikipedia difference, but same. It's just better. It's creamy. It is. It is pretty good. I might go get some yet. We'll see. Now I got you say. going. Okay, so <laughs> pretty. Okay, and another thing that uh, fun fact is uh, the the original restaurant was founded in uh, Sauk City, Wisconsin, which is a twenty minute drive from us. Yep. Um. So. Pretty clearly, the state of Wisconsin is going to be your leader in Culver's. What, what's your guess on the number two state with the most Culver's? Uh, proximity. Proximity. Is it in the Midwest? Yeah. Like, You're, uh, we're touching it. I'm going to say... I don't want to give Illinois the credit. I'm going to go with you Iowa. Should, you, you should give Illinois the credit. 133 oh. restaurants in. But what's going to be surprising is the number three state. I want like that's the one when I say that one. There's I don't. There's no chance. It's like Ohio or something. No, Florida. Ah, oh. what right? Heading, so when you head south, don't you can get a little slice of home down there. Yeah, you get custard anyway. Yeah, so a little Culver's trivia. So if you uh, if you make your way into the Midwest region I, and you see the blue and white, I suggest you stop at a Culver's. And yes, Craig Culver, this is our plea <laughs> to let you let us uh, be a sponsor of the show because uh, <laughs> I think I've put enough money in your pockets over the years. Yeah, no kidding. It's fed fed a lot of people and a lot yeah. of families and a lot of sports events. Oh, for sure. Um, I. 
I wonder, because when I travel, I don't go seek out a Culver's, but I wonder if the recipe, like by rights, the recipe should be the same, but is it really? Do oh, you know? from franchise to franchise? Yeah. Oh, I got to imagine they got to have like a distribution that sends out the same stuff to everybody, but... I mean, knows, I might I get a bacon, butter, burger, deluxe, cheese, curds, fries, and custard here in, let's say, Mount Horb. And then I'm going to drive wherever and go find the one as far away as I can. I go see if it's the same. Yeah, let's Road do trip. it. <laughs> right? Well, you can swing over to, I think your furthest destination is either going to be somewhere in Texas or Arizona, it looks like. So I'll try Texas. Try Texas. Well, get us back uh, on track here, sir. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm, I put it off the rails as fast as I could put it off the rails today. Well, that's okay. Cause I actually had uh, a question for you and it revolved around food also. Are you oh, ready? Fire away. Okay. Clearly I eat well. So, <laughs> uh, do you remember the a la carte in middle school? Middle school, high school, whatever it was. Yeah, like you'd go and you'd get to like a little snack during the yeah twenty five like cents. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was your go to item of choice? Ah, uh, gotta be one of those like chocolate chip granola bars. I feel like Sunbelt. Uh, yeah, Sunbelt. That's the one. Yeah, absolutely. I eat every one every day. Yeah, the cho- the fudge fudge dips. Even oh, I don't go that far. I just do the regular chocolate chip, but I eat one oh. every day. Oh, you still My, do? Oh, yeah. My lunchbox is pretty much consistent of the a la carte. I have one string cheese, one <laughs> uh, one Sunbelt granola bar, chocolate chip granola bar, one pack of fruit snacks, Welch's fruit snacks. Uh, and then from there, it goes sandwiches and chips and everything else. But I just, I don't know. It just stuck with me all those years. Yeah, every day done the good stuff. It wasn't it yeah. wasn't Mountain Dews at seven o'clock in the morning when we go play basketball in the high school gym. No, no, no. If I had I only known, I would just drink coffee back then. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, that was Anyways. it. I just think about that yeah. when I was hammering as my string uh, cheese, and, a... <laughs> which has been my my dinner so far. But that's okay. Yeah, I don't, I, uh, being a teacher, I got used to, we would, we eat dinner like blue plate special style. Like it is early. <laughs> it is or like it, it's probably earlier than it should be, but, uh, we, we are, we're at the dinner table by four or five o'clock. So I think you and I probably eat different time zones. Well, then you're probably ready for a fourth meal. Well, maybe have a little dessert cereal at night, right? <laughs> oh, di- yes. It was you either know- grandpa, grandpa, and grandma always said uh, ice cream or cereal. Take your pick. Yeah. Yep. I picked it up from my old man and we I have a bowl of cereal like almost every night for like dessert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say last night, uh, it's a little after nine. We were eating. We're eating our dinner last night at this time also. So, yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah, I had a long uh, night. I would be a crappy person to be around if uh, if I ate dinner this late. Well, let me tell you how this went. And any firehouse listeners or anybody really will probably relate to this. So, it's 8.30 going on 9. We haven't eaten yet. We're trying to figure out who wants to eat what who wants to go where and it's the whole i don't know i don't i don't care whatever uh so then me and the and this other guy last night started getting a little chippy at each other having a good time and he brought up little caesars and i trumped it by taco bell you know what bad decision you want to make one or the other then we said both go get little caesars and then we'll do a midnight t-bell run was a little baja blast but um we ended up not going that way to uh little caesars we ended up going to taco bell so we roll up at taco bell nine o'clock at night or just before nine they're still open we're good doors are locked you you have to go through the drive-thru well 
we're not going through the we're not going to like walk through the drive through because you're in the you're in the fire truck right right yeah. so we're like we're out of here so we went to plan c which was which was okay it was it was fine but we finally got to eat it about this time and then we had another call later and then we ended up back at quick trip and got some more uh, ice cream treats at quick trip later that night <laughs> Jeez. i still want to show went back to taco bell at midnight but that's okay i don't think i can do that taco bell anymore those days are those days are behind me i think come on just plan i don't know for man it. just plan for it just plan for it we Got were back to the bathroom. <laughs> bathroom. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in your brother. <laughs> I, a fun Taco Bell story is I was taking, uh, I had some of the Italian guys that we work with were here in the States and I was taking them. I was down in Chicago with them. And oh yeah, it was, <laughs> you could expect. So we're, we're driving and we, we had stopped and, eating it like Panera bread or something like that. And we were just getting back out on the highway and you can like the windows were down. It was a beautiful warm spring day and you could hear yelling and we're all kind of looking around like, where is this coming from? And you look over and we're out in street in the street and you in in the Taco Bell drive through, we've got yelling and screaming <laughs> and the, the gal that was in the window was telling, you know, you're not going to talk to me that way. And the guy that's in the car reaches out, swings like she slams the window closed. He reaches out, slams the window open. It was aggressive, and I was like, "Oh my, we need to get going here." And um, we got about you know a minute or two of quiet driving down the highway, and one of the Italians goes, "That's probably the most American thing I've ever seen." <laughs> uh, well, hey, people, people know what they want and need what they need, so. I guess when you got to freak out at people in the drive-thru, I guess that's, you got to freak out at people in the drive-thru. First world problems. Yeah. Well, so for us, speaking of, and I guess I don't know what to think of this, but so Tuesday, um, we had Charlie go run all the aluminum to a place in the west side of Milwaukee. And normally when we send this amount of aluminum in there, it's like a good two to three weeks start today, middle of the day, I get an email and they're like, your aluminum's ready. It's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so Charlie goes, picks it up and he comes back and he's like, yeah, they had nothing to do. Like they were, they were, we, we got it in there. There was nothing in there. They put it right in and out it came. And I haven't gone and opened it up and kind of, you know, inventoried everything, but the fast, the fact that it turned around that fast, and they were like, "We don't have anything to do." It's got me. I'm a little. I mean, like so far, we've been really busy, and I don't know if you're going to see any of this or not. But um, I see a lot of stuff slowing down a little bit here and there, and I don't know if you are you seeing any of that or not really. No. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. I'm still backtracking on all the work that I've verbally committed to, or you know that that spreadsheet and chart kind of laid out for me. So I'm still 70 weeks out. If I took a job right now today, Jeez. But, you know, that's just nature of the business with, you know, with the shift work and everything else going on. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I was hoping to be, winning the lottery or sitting in big money. So when the recession comes, I can buy a bunch of equipment for cheap, but that yeah. plan's not working out yet either. No. Do you think it, do you think it'll slow down quite a bit yet? Yet. I mean, like the stuff I've heard is that there, let's get into politics here. Right. Um, but the stuff I've heard is that there's, they're still expecting it to slow down a little bit through the end of this year and then into next year. I don't know if that'll happen or not, but that's just some of the stuff I'd heard, not from Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> I I couldn't tell you what I've heard because I don't I don't listen to any of that kind of stuff, so I don't really I don't really know. But I well, as soon I'm, as you I'm, were, wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. As soon as you mentioned that company was slow and turned your stuff around, I knew exactly this is the route you were gonna what you were gonna mention. You know, yeah. Cause, what? Because I guess do you know any backstory on the company? What? 
what sort of they always make the same thing company well, so they don't withdrawal. make anything they don't make anything so you bring stuff there yeah. and like there's been times when i go in there and they have these like big gaylords of i don't even know they look like a gear like some sort of like sprocket or a gear and they have special mounts made and that they can like set in like 30 of these things and then they take them back and you know hard coat anodize them and put or whatever they whatever treatment they do to kind of add a little bit more of a, a tougher finish or a different color um you can get different colors like they, they have like black red gray um i'm sure there's more that you could get but they it's just it's just a nicer way to add a finish to aluminum and kind of give that like so for us a lot of times we'll put hard coat on things that we know are going to get um some of that tougher um cleaning sprays and things like that because uh we there's been some some stuff that i've seen come in that well even is hard coated that just turns to powder based on the the cleaning solutions that these companies that that they use so um anytime you have aluminum where we put a hard coat on it and I shouldn't say anytime there's there's been times where with coffee coffee's a little bit different they usually are hitting that with air um but like if you're in like a dairy setting they 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 really zip it with uh some high-end cleaning stuff because they have to sanitize it and yeah. that stuff just eats away at metal acid most of the time yeah so yeah. um we haven't done too much stuff in the liquid food grade stuff lately but it's been the coffee stuff you can you can sneak by with a little bit more bare aluminum if you need to sure oh well that's interesting i guess we'll have to have to wait and see i guess i mean you still got how many more machines to make yet yeah we're i mean we're in good shape um thankfully like you know it's that stuff's they've stayed busy and i don't know they the company that we would do a lot of our work with is um they took care of making sure that they were going to be busy for the rest of the this year and even into next. So by them staying busy, it kept, it's keeping us busy. The we're adding into now before we did the, the cartoner where we were putting the cake ups in the boxes. Um, now they just, they're just wanting even just a, a box former. So the, just the stuff that we build, not the stuff that comes from China and um, they want to form boxes and, even if they have to have people by hand set up the cups in there and then glue them closed, they don't care. They just, they that's how busy they are. Jeez, no, thank you. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's you, there's, they have like a, an assembly line of folks that they are just taking boxes and gluing them closed and, and like it's pretty hands-on, but they are hitting their numbers that they need to hit and they they'll do it one way or the other. Hmm. So obviously they're trying to be more automation, but it's you, it takes time to build stuff. And we were getting, there's another one from China coming. Uh, we still got to build the former for that, but then we're also building an addition, just a, a box former for if they need to just make boxes. Yeah. So we're staying busy. Yeah. Can't complain about that, I guess. Right. Hmm. What, um, no logs none of that stuff i saw you're using the log trailer but no no logs no i i was getting logs from a stump grinder slash tree guy last year that's what filled up most of the yard um and i haven't really heard anything from him much this year so i'm not sure what his deal is but i kind of haven't i got a whole yard full of trees right now so i don't you know, I'm not hard up for for anything quite yet, but uh, earlier this year, some of the push to get the log trailer done was on a very small percentage, but somewhat for this job, also for the barn, because I'll show everybody when I get down there, the, the old dirt ramp to the upper level has used to have like a, a stone tunnel through it. They all kind of, I don't know if you kind of know what I'm talking about. They always, yeah. well, it's all collapsed. Yeah. So you're talking like where, well, I mean, they're just kind of like a gradual ramp, but it was made of like stone and concrete. Yeah. And there's like this, I don't know. There used to be this little 
walk through or pass through through the dirt ramp and it's all collapsed and fell through. So I have to, I have to leap the logs over that to get it into the upper haymow or that upper level of the barn where I'm going to do all my work. So just in all of the job planning, having the arch so I can, I can prop it up and maybe lift the logs with a little pulley action or whatever, and just get it up and over. And most of them I can carry and move myself, but the big eight by eights are, are pretty heavy. The one is a, that corner post is a 19 or 20 foot eight by eight. So I'm not moving that all by myself, but, um, what is that always pine or what's it made of normally? Yeah. This whole barn is, is pine. There's, um, there's some Oak barns out there. You know, a lot of times when these barns are made back, back when it was all what they could source, you know, around and, here in Wisconsin, there's not a whole lot of hardy pine like that. It's, you know, it's a lot of oak and that kind of stuff. But even it surprised me what I thought was oak and it's all pine. Sure. You know, but it's it's big timber pine. So it, it's it's some nice stuff. And it doesn't make a difference on cutting into it, though, right? It's still not the easiest to cut based on what that, that one uh, video you were posting. Well... Right. So on the load of reclaim beams I got, there was one oak one in there that I had to do a lot of work on because that it was just that that replacement piece had a lot of parts in it. And the guy sent me an oak one for whatever reason, because that's just what he had in that length and that dimension. And oh, it took me all day to work on that one. My chisels aren't sharp and. And that's my fault, but it's, it's a lot easier to work in the pine. That's for sure. Sure. Cause I was resawing pine beams today and ripping them into sm smaller stuff. And yeah, it's a lot nicer to work with for sure. You're not, uh, cracking open any mills in the next month or two. Are you? <laughs> uh, Cause I, are, are you having to make the, are, are you making the boards for the exterior? Or are you buying that stuff? I'm I'm gonna buy. I don't have logs sourced for that. I don't have the setup for that. Um, you know, five years from now, I probably could have executed that a little bit better and and rough milled some pine to redo the barn boards. But I'm just sourcing probably rough rough pine boards. Everybody wants a fortune for reclaimed barn boards because it's trendy. Yeah. Uh, and I can't, the one long wall needs like 16 foot boards and nobody really has those reclaimed because they're hard to stay intact. So I'll probably just have to buy new and give it a couple change in seasons and it'll turn gray real quick. But, um, yeah, that's like the third phase of this barn project is patching it all back together and making it look like a barn. Did you account for that in your budgeting or, or how you did? Okay. Well, I mean, even then that's changed. And I mean, if you said this has been a three year deal, I'm sure those prices have changed quite a bit since you first started doing that or yeah. maybe not. I went pretty heavy on the, on the first part, like the part I've been doing right now, making all the joinery and, and doing, I put a lot of time into that budget prep not knowing what I was going to get, how much work I had to put into remaking the parts. It actually went pretty easy. And I think the, the assembly will go even easier now that I've, I didn't plan on like dry doing it in the inside, you know, our barn. But, um, I think the first phase is taking the, uh, the fair amount of time. And the last phase, obviously with anything is going to take the most, but, um, it'll be all right. So to get back to your question about the mill, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be my late fall. You know, if I can get an hour to go down there and, and work on something, um, the long-term plan is I, I still want to shoot that, that assembly for YouTube 
and for the company, I mean, the company doesn't even know I'm doing it, but every research I found I then nobody has anything on how to put that mill together for, um, TMG, which is a British Columbia Canadian based company. Um, and so I'll probably just take it like one page at a time, you know, what, what does this page in the book say? And I'll do that part and shoot it and film it and cover it. Move on. Sure. Give it an hour a day or whatever I can, can do. And we'll see. Have you settled on where you want to put it out there? Not yet. I, I think I need to get out of the box just to see how, I mean, I have an idea how things are going to orientate themselves, but material maneuvering is the biggest thing. I just started stacking them. Well, now they're stacked a certain way and they've turned a corner and now I have a stack another way. So mm -hmm. how are we going to grab those with the tractor, move them to the mill, mill it, get it off the mill with the carts. And then yeah. where's it go from there? You know, so I, I, I need to figure all that out. Sure. But, you Well, I'm happy to keep adding that pressure to you because I know you don't have enough things to do. So <laughs> you let you let me know when you're done with the, hearing me ask about it. Yeah, it's not even part of the 70 weeks that, you know, are for clients, but that's okay. That's, that's really honestly the, one of the hardest things I found is just being able to break away and go do something that's not work related that like you really draw your, your, the business doesn't need, but like you need. Yes. Like I was, Hatch had just made a video and I wish I would have listened to it better. Um, it was, it was a, kind of pertaining to, to that topic um, that, you know, when you take a break, it doesn't necessarily mean that you didn't get done what you needed to get done. It like, it kind of gave you, it gives you a second to kind of reset and kind of because other because there's there's sometimes where you go 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 and then you oh i screwed up because and it, part of it's because you just didn't take a break and yeah. so um you know i think taking a taking that break here and there isn't always a bad thing and even if it is to do something like you said where you're doing an hour to try to work on getting this thing out of the box shot and then you know just figure out what you're going to do with it I mean, I've been recording this whole first phase of the barn project every step of the way, three different ways too, with the new camera, the phone, the GoPro, um, and it's probably paused. I I should I'm sure I didn't pause some some of those capture devices and just has me just standing there just looking up, you know, just sure. <laughs> just milling around in my head what what needs to be executed. But yeah, I definitely. Two things. One, I definitely do stuff that I just need to do. And Taylor is great with all of that. She's she figured that out real quick that sometimes I just need to do my thing. And she knows how to just respect that. And and she knows that it's all better in the end when when that happens. But uh, kind of like tonight, you know, I just had to just work until a certain spot. I just had to get to a certain spot. I wouldn't have been you know, happy, pleased with the week, you know, it just, it just would have tore me up because I wasn't at this certain spot. And sometimes I set these goals and I, I just never get to them, but the obtainable goal of having all the parts made by the end of today could happen. I just had to just push a little bit harder. And then I looked at the watch and I was, I was behind on my time, but you know, yeah, for the folks at home, the <laughs> Matt's date tonight, uh was left at the restaurant and uh no call no <laughs> he he was just just waiting until till the ripe time of uh whatever it was 8 30 or 8 45 and then he comes strolling in yep but what's uh what's the mustache coming back um i don't know the missus was the missus was cat calling me the other night. I had uh, I was being a wiseacre and I came down. We were going to run into Costco, and so I had shaved and I left the mustache and I came downstairs and I was messing with my oldest. And, yeah. Uh, the missus was cat calling me, so maybe <laughs> maybe I'll have to join you in these uh, in the mustache uh, growing festivities this fall. I had a 
had my Kelly week, so I got like a rotating day off, whatever. Hard to explain, but uh, I was getting a little little long in the in the scruff, but I had to go yesterday when I came back to work. But probably uh probably at the first couple of weeks of October when I come back from Canada, from Saskatchewan, I'll be over in Hatch's neck of the woods. Um maybe. You know, I'll get that starter kit going for a couple starter of weeks. Kit. Yeah. Yeah. I usually I usually go I mean when I was teaching, I was doing the no shave November. Yeah. And then we, at the very last day, I'd get a group of the teacher, the other guys that were doing it with me. And we'd all, at least the last year, maybe the, the last two years, we uh, would shave a mustache. And then <laughs> we'd be walking around the school with mustaches. And I got a picture of us all from from that, my the last year we did it. So nice. Yeah. There, I've been known to miss to Ned Flanders. <laughs> How do he do? Neighborino. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to see. It's it's kind of a on a whim sort of thing, and I just stick with it until I'm over it, or somebody else is over it to the point where it's just till there's out. too much coffee in there. She yeah. can't kiss it out anymore. Kinda, yeah, yeah. But if I'm working in the shop this winter and the heat's on, that'll keep the icicles out of it. So that'll be nice. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. If I see it come sprouting back, I'm gonna join you. All right. Well, give me what is it? August, September. Give me a couple of months. A couple of months. What are you doing in Saskatchewan? Is that the fishing or hunting? Hunting, yeah. What are we hunt? What are we? What are we going for? All things waterfowl. Oh, okay. That's that trip. Yep. Okay. Are there are there dogs involved? Uh, yes. Not mine. Uh, but there are at least two, maybe three coming this year. Yep. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, a couple weeks away from opening waterfowl hunting here in in Wisconsin. Can't say that I ever did any of that. Not one. I, I don't hunt at all anymore anyways, but I not one time did I go out for birds. I never I never did when, you know, growing up. I mean, in Mount Horb, one of the, you know, we were in like one of the highest points in Dane County. Like there's no birds in Mount Horb. We didn't grow up looking up at the, at the sky at geese and ducks, you know, it's just not a thing. We looked at the fields with whitetails, but now that I'm in a couple different circles and into what they're into. Yeah. I got into, I got into goose hunting. I like goose hunting more than anything, but sure. Well, for the, for the, for the hunters out there, I don't know if I've, it's maybe been a while since I dropped name dropped, but, um, Check out uh, the Okest Hunter. It's a friend of mine from Barneveld. I think, and like I said, I, maybe maybe it was just you and me t- chatting, or maybe I talked about it on here. But uh, those guys, uh, they they're pretty much they've got they've got anything hunting. They've got there's another podcast called Up Duck, I think it's called, and I think that's more about either like bird dogs or birds bird stuff. Um, they've got Okest fisher fisherman something like that too so they've got they've got a whole little series of stuff to check out if you're into the into the hunting stuff yeah just to get more behind on more podcasts i'm still not caught up i know i owe we owe hatch a good listen and then i want to chat about it i owe that guy that much 100 percent. he's coming up I'm, i'm i cleared out a whole nother podcast or how many shows i've been behind today or yesterday or something so we're getting there sure yep. yeah luke combs has been keeping me busy at the at the mill but i i do try to bounce into some podcasts your your, your cousin gets into the, the sports gambling a little bit and so <laughs> i gotta i gotta get ready for the football season this is yeah. my time to shine yeah i don't even know what the word is in the sports world anymore but all i know is i saw a guy's Green Bay Packer plate said Rogers on it. And I wonder how he feels about that. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh that's been a, that's been a weird thing. It's been weird. To, so I, I watched the show hard knocks. Okay. Have you, have you, do you know what the premises of it is? No. So it, it's, it's usually just like the training camp and they, you to be on the show, the team has to be one of like the worst teams in the NFL. And then like there's, there's other stipulations that are part of it too, but the the jets were picked 
for <laughs> the team, which to me, it's like not like a surprise. Like yeah. they, they want Hollywood Rogers on there. Right. And um, he it's it's like 60. I bet you it's 65 percent about him. It's like weird. You know, it's there. It's like cameos for the other players and it's revolves around Rogers, the coach. And then maybe a couple players, which I mean, it's fine. That's usually what they they usually pick the star players, and that's who they follow follow along. But they they just do it for spring training, so it's or spring training, um, training camp. And then they're like, once the beginning of the season starts, they don't do the, the show is over. So it's like five week show, something like that. So yeah, it's I've been watching I've been watching a little bit of it and trying to see what I feel, but I don't know that that guy. <laughs> that guy something yeah, else we know yeah we know. so well so i see we got about five minutes here let's uh give a shout out to our sponsors at culver's <laughs> <laughs> you better read off that meme here i don't i don't have one yet so that's the, what i was gonna say if people want to send some memes to the oak and steel podcast uh the the hand, like just the direct messages or if they want to email them to oakensteelpodcast at gmail.com we would definitely gladly take them um but yeah i uh i don't have the only meme i had thought of that, that that it's not even a reading one it's just one that i gets it gets a chuckle out of me every single time here we go is, people uh, no it's not gonna be that i'm not gonna lose it but um when you got the ralph from the simpsons and oh. it's in whatever it's about. Have you seen this where he's like, I'm in danger. No, no. Oh, <laughs> so they, it people use it for anything. So like m- my wife started slamming the cu- the cupboards and, and it's a picture of Ralph and he's okay. And he's saying, you know, I'm in danger. Um, that was the only one I could even really think of. I, I started looking. I'll find one if someone doesn't send me one, but I will. Uh, we'll see if we can get another one that stops the show. <laughs> Tammy was listening to the show today and she had said she thought she thought it was hilarious that to hear just you, how hard you were genuinely laughing at just the fact that I couldn't like <laughs> I couldn't even talk. So yeah, that was uh that was good. That was that's all I needed, you know. I don't I don't <laughs> think you even knew what was coming and you're just like just trying to t- like I you couldn't I couldn't put words together and you're like just laughing about it. So yeah, I I put it all together late, and then when I think you sent it to me after the show, it wasn't long after the show. And then that have you had you never seen that one before? I think I have. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll find some more. I, and the, there's plenty of them that get I send out. I just got to make sure it fits our fits our lane. Sure. Did you post so. anything at the uh, stall door at the at the office there at the shop? Not uh, not the one that you shared me shared with me, but uh, I think the uh, the owner and operator of this facility would probably he was the one that needs to see that one. I don't know that he would have taken that too far or would have enjoyed it. Well, for my fellow listeners that are in the know, it was an old station two posting about how to properly approach a toilet. There's one way to do it. Yes. And one way to do it. No. Yeah, and they're usually tied to a certain name. Yeah. Oh, so you you had somebody that was dedicated to that that image as well. As well. Oh man, like that was posted on specifically his, on his behalf. Oh like, no, for us that had to clean it. Posted <laughs> for him. Oh. On that note, yeah. <laughs> get it out of here. Yeah. So. All right. Well, uh, if you haven't already followed along on any of the social medias, make sure you do so. Send me those memes. Um, and uh, we I definitely want to take a minute and try to read those suckers out. Yeah, it'll be good. Get Mike laughing. Yeah. All right. For Matt Sutter, I'm Michael Cleary. This has been the Oak and Steel Podcast. Uh, you can listen to us on any of the podcast servers that you can find most of your podcasts so you should be all right i think most people are either spotify spotify or apple i know uh there was one i I had never heard of um let me find it here quick should be playing Uh, on the speakers at culver's whenever you walk in exactly craig because i know he's he's an (laughs) avid listener um i don't know i can't pay on the patreon yeah 
Overcast. I think I think Hatch listens on Overcast. Yeah, I think I had never heard of it until he had uh, requested it. So, well, you know, but, when you're in the stratospheres and you only get Starlink or whatever laser beam link, you can <laughs> yep. get in touch with anything. Yep. Yeah. All right, we're out of here. Oak and Steel out. See you then. <laughs>